Welcome to Hearts of Caregiving, Nurturing the Souls of Caregivers. This podcast focuses on supporting and empowering caregivers who selfishly dedicate their time and energy caring for others. Whether you're a professional caregiver or supporting a loved one, we offer a sanctuary for inspiration, self-care tips, and a reminder that you're not alone on your journey. Hosted by Velda Brennison, Janine Marbury Bryant, and Mary C. Hartfield. Tune in every Wednesday as we explore the profound impact of caregiving and discover the power of nurturing your own heart along the way. Welcome back, everyone, to our podcast series on caregiving during the holidays. This is one of your co-hosts, Mary C. Hartfield from Hearts of Caregiving. And welcome, Janine. Well, thank you, Mary. It's a wonderful time of year to be together and yes, talk about, talk right about our holiday joys. Week before Thanksgiving and kind of like... Um, Velda's not here today. She's doing some self-care. But we really are talking about today discussing delegating tasks and asking for help. And I think that's huge. Just kind of reminding everyone that you as a caregiver, don't forget to ask for help. You know, we know already that um, caregiving is demanding job. And it's really is important to ask for what you need from um, people that are surrounding you, are there to help you. And the thing about it is we always think, oh, I got to do it. I got to do it. But really, you need the help of others. Otherwise, you're going to be drained. You know, when those friends call you and say, hey, what do you need help with? Tell them what you need help with. Some of it, I remember telling a friend, hey, how you doing? What you need? I said, can you just come and sit with me at the house? And that's all I needed sometimes is someone sitting you neighbors, when they know what's going on, my neighbor across the street, I remember, hey, Mayor, what you need? You know, and I would tell him, hey, this is what I need. And I would make sure when people reach out to you and then also when whoever your care center is, you know, we were in the kidney dialysis center. You know, they're always calling, checking on it, you know, what you need, checking on it. So when someone asks, give them, um, let them help you. So, Janine, what are some of the tips you think that um, people need about delegating tasks and asking for help? I think that the most important part of that is to remember to get your phone book out, get your contact list out and use it. Yes. I can't stress that enough. You know, people, a lot of times, they're living their lives with issues of their own. Everybody has issues. Everybody has something that they're doing. But when people love you and they consider themselves a friend, they will make time for you. And if there's something that you need to have done, just pick up the phone, ask someone for help. Um, This is a perfect example. My, my, uh, My church that I go to, the parish I belong to, Uh, does a giving tree and that tree goes up right in that week of Thanksgiving. And so that you can take um, a request that a family may have a need that they may have so that you can help that family. And so 
I forgot to do it or didn't get to mass. So I called up a friend, another parishioner. I said, can you get this for me and do the shopping and I'll take care of it. Just come over with the receipt. Right, right. I really would appreciate you doing that. And it was done and they were delighted to do it. What woman doesn't have to do shopping? That was, oh, that was nice. Yes, it was. So, and and it can be as simple as just asking, asking Mm -hmm. someone that cares for you to do something that, that simple. And that was very simple for them to do. And it, and it took it off my mind. And yet I am also participating with my, with my uh, church in uh, supporting others. So. Uh, yeah, that's, that, I like that. And part of that is, you know, la- if you hadn't listened to our last week episode, we talked about how to holiday planning. So part of that is in order to do that, you had to write out what's the task that you need done before the ho- holiday and Thanksgiving for you to say, oh, I got to take care of this and someone else can do this. And part of that is just taking your list as you plan where you know what to delegate to others. So how do you and I think. um Janine is, um, and I know we'll probably talk about this again, but Janine makes the best apple pies, the best apple pies. She just, and what's nice about it, she just said, Mary, bring over your dish. I'm about to do apple pies. I know, you know, I'm going to have a special um, pie dish that's deep and it's big. (laughs) I get these once a year from her and I bought it that big size on purpose, but she'll say, Mayor, run it over to me. And I have to, I, I just write, drop everything and run it over to her to make sure I get the apple pie. So talk about how you do, how do you take care of that task? Cause I know you make more than just an apple pie for me. Other- oh yeah. There are many that have that, have that request in. So it first starts with obtaining the apples. And I have uh, my daughter. They're so wonderful. Uh, get to the orchard to get my northern spies because I only make my apple pie with northern spies. Uh, and that way I am certain of how it's going to taste afterwards. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and so, and then after I have them, the peeling must begin. So, and then I'll call on the family members to come on over. Let's get started. And over the weekend, they get peeled, sliced, and ready to go for seasoning. So it it's an operation that, that happens that is, well, with all the number of years that this has gone on, it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, I can it count is. on it. Yeah. And when you get that phone call that your apple pie is ready, and oh, and then I have to make sure I kind of, you know. I mean, I'm not trying to be selfish and hide a pie, but <laughs> I'm kind of allergic to, allergic to apples and hers is the only apple pie I can really eat. And I know that I'm safe in eating it. So me and I'm um, usually is one that my youngest son, he's around and my husband, when he was here, we would just kind of sneak it away. And that was kind of like our dessert that we would get other desserts for when everybody else come around, but I love mine's warmed up with cheese on top, cheddar cheese on top. It's like the best in your vanilla ice cream. It is so good. But what I like about what you said is that 
you made it where, you know, everybody, hey, someone went out, your daughter went out and got the apples you needed. You didn't have to do it. So you still take care of James and what his needs were. And then everybody came over and peeling and chopping everything you have to do for apple pie. And mm-hmm. I think really that we need to do that with a lot of things that we plan. You know, if you put out your planning calendar, just like shopping, you know, Thanksgiving, my husband was huge on Thanksgiving. He didn't just have one meat like a turkey. He didn't just have a ham. He had to have that big old roast too. You know, and then when he wasn't able to go to the store and get it, guess who was assigned to get it? So, you know, you it's always nice to have people around say, okay, write your list out. As we say, you're planning, then, okay, who can do what and time it all out? And then what's nice, too, as I think, as he later on is, you know, where he could be as mobile, um, it's also, too, where you don't have to do big as you used to do. It's okay to say we're just having a turkey or maybe we're not having a turkey. We're just having one meat, you know, one vegetable, you know, one um, starch or whatever. So whittle down your list kind of help. How did you kind of, did you make adjustments as um, James um, transitioned to um, different things in life? Yes. And, and, and it became um, apparent that, that I wouldn't be available to do everything. Right. Um, I had family that would come from the other side of the state is to come and be with us. Right. And I was doing everything and it became apparent that I just couldn't, wouldn't be able to handle that. Um, and so what I did is that I just did the meats, you know, I did the turkey and I did, uh, the, they love the, the standing roast. So got to have that. And, so I would do the meat and all the trimmings would just come in. Uh, and, and that made it so much simpler. Yes. And I really, I really appreciated that. The other part of it is, is that uh, there, the, the, the part that, that can come in when you have people coming in from out of town is expectations. And you have to let them know yeah. Hey, it's a different time now. Um, you'll have to put your, your room together. I'll have the things in there for you. But you have to um, take care of those those things. And, and be sure when you leave to, to strip the bed down and just take everything down to the, to the yeah. laundry area. You yeah. don't have to do it. Just take it down there. So, right. you know, it just make your expectations know, known to your guests what they're expected to do. Hey, you want breakfast uh, Friday morning? Feel free to go into the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, make breakfast for everybody. <laughs> right. right. So, that's good. Um, like you said, I think that's really a good word and mm-hmm. expectations. You know, yes. that things have changed, especially when they're used to, you know, you're a good hostess as always with everything. But then you knew that for your self-care and also for James, things have to be done a little bit different, whatever. So the expectation that people expect it, you know, I know my sister have done that with caring for my mom and she's also a full-time worker is people know, you know, she's welcome to come over, but you know, you may have to, here's your sheets, make up the bed, 
Make sure you strip them afterwards, you know, certain things you have to do for she can also still have her time and also win what needs to help mother with. So expectation, I think that's good of letting people know what the expectations are and they're going to be a little bit different. We forget about that, I think. And I don't believe that people are are, uh, rude or anything, but they they haven't. They have a known level of comfort. Yes, yes. That they tend to expect and anticipate. And myself being, a, a, a like you said, a good hostess, I want to make sure that you are comfortable. But uh, we do all have our limitations and things do change. So, Especially, Janine, when you have one of those homes that are real comfortable. You know, you can just come in and chill out and relax. We have fun with games and everything like that. So like you said, I think it doesn't mean you change your hosting and how you host. It's just the expectations change of what's expected and people to do because you have James as a priority in the house. Right. You know, so making sure people know that I know that we happened with us when we used to go down to the kids in Birmingham, Alabama, stay for two weeks. And when Eric could lo- no longer do that, you know, it was it was shorter. Things change, you know, and where when you have kids, sometimes they don't want to come out. You know, kids are better to be at home when they open up their gifts at front. So they weren't necessarily coming up north. So we had a change. So, you know, when you talk about tasks and delegating others, you know, we talked about that that baking, we talked about that cooking, and you talked about a little bit about shopping and wrapping gifts, but how is that with the shopping and the wrapping gifts? Because I know you like holidays and Christmas gifts too. Oh, yes. And I'm going to tell you, some of the things that have changed as as the family has gotten older, uh, gift wrapping has become a lot less. Yeah. And it's a lot of times because we've gone to drawing names and not not putting so much emphasis on buying things. Yes. Uh we have tried to 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 move more into experiences mm-hmm. with others. Yes. And so uh oh my goodness this happened when my girls were in uh high school, they came up with coupons, the gift of coupons. And the coupon was of themselves doing something for you. Oh, that's that nice. would be unexpected. Um, I had a coupon for breakfast in bed. Mm. Oh, oh my was- goodness. <laughs> when you have children that know how to cook yes. <laughs> and enjoy it, uh, that can just be fabulous. Um, And so we don't do so much um, retail buying Mm -hmm. as much as that has over the years now, you know, when I look back, yeah, there was a lot of retail buying, but as, as things have changed, it's not so much so a little gift giving. Yep. Every do the ho, ho, ho. Right. Uh, with family gathered and the children, of course, have their uh, their Christmas on Christmas morning. But when we're gathered fully as family, uh, we try to exchange experiences with each yeah. other. Yeah. And uh, concert good. tickets are nice gifts 
to receive. <laughs> and I, you know, I think that's just great when you talk about experiences. I think another one too, when you talk about the girls mm-hmm. with a coupon, if you're taking care of someone and they can't get out, coupons are great that they can set up and make up their self to what they want to give to others. I know my husband, my daughter was his shopper. He would tell her, okay, get this on Amazon, do this. And, you know, she'll take care of his shopping that he wants to do and send it on Amazon. But I think having those experiences, giving people the gift of experiences, and that's a good one that you can do with the person you're taking care of. They Mm -hmm. can sit down and draw out the coupons or make the coupons. So that's really nice. You know, what about decorating the house? I know that as I knew that, you know, usually we were gone during the holidays. So I, I, you know, I put up the miniature tree. It's no longer the big tree. And I I have a collection of black Santa Claus. So I always put that out, certain things you put out. But then you didn't have to do the whole house thing because you're not there. But then now that you're going to be at home, you know, because you're taking care of someone, he can, wasn't as mobile as before. And Janine, you're huge as holiday decorating. So Thanksgiving is coming up. So how are you doing that task? Okay. Now the rule is, and still is no decorating of Christmas until the day after. And so that night, that night before my young, my young gentlemen leave, they're going to bring up my boxes. (laughs) Okay. The, my storage bins that has Christmas in it. So at least I can have uh, the boxes up so that I can do the rooms as as necessary, you know. Um, and sometimes those boxes don't get fully emptied. It's been a while since I've put everything out. Um, and usually I don't don't have the time really to 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 put that much into it. But this year, um, I think it's going to be a little different. It'll be a little different because I will have the time. Yeah. And uh, I think that's okay to be a little different. You know, Mm -hmm. I know that after um, my husband passed away on November 1st, so that first Thanksgiving, it's a little bit different. You know, how do you, you know, you have the, I had the memorial service two weeks before Thanksgiving and, you know, I was going to be there at Thanksgiving, but yet my son was there, you know, everybody's way I was going to be with my aunt and you do a little different. So I think that's okay, you know, Mm. change it up a little bit. And part of that, you know, as we talked about planning out the holidays is plan out those days. You know, as Janine said, before Thanksgiving, you know, she puts only Thanksgiving is up to Thanksgiving. The tree only goes up after Thanksgiving. But planning out those days and holidays, you know, how are you going to do that? Who's hosting what? Um, and just still making sure that you're taking care of your um, loved one's basic needs during this time. And, you know, and I think, you know, it's OK to ask for help. I think we've been talking about that throughout this. It's OK to ask for help. You don't have to do it all. You don't have to be a superwoman. If someone offers a help, don't be afraid to say yes to do it. Um, and Janine talked about that a little bit. So as we kind of wrap up um, talking about the holidays, any last minute tips when we talk about delegating tax and after for help, Janine? Yes. Um, I'm going to just reiterate, pick up the phone. Don't be afraid to ask. Be mindful of the joy that you'll find in making your holiday meaningful, in 
letting others assist because everyone needs the opportunity to give and everyone does have something to give and to share. Sometimes they just need to ask for it to happen. And don't forget, always, you don't have to do this alone. And the person that you're caregiving, if they're able to, don't forget to involve them in the holidays. You know, you don't want to be so off where, you know, you're trying to do everything yourself and organize. Allow them to help you, too. We talk about that planning and everything. And just remember, um, as we um, sign off here, that you're not in this alone. You know, go to our web Facebook page, um, Hearts of Caregiving dot um, at Hearts of Caregiving is our Facebook page. And our website is Hearts of Caregiving dot org. That's have all the podcasts that we have done on there. And we look forward to talking to you next week, the day before Thanksgiving. Everyone, remember, you're not in this alone. Thank you, Janine. Thank you, Mary. Thank you for listening to Hearts of Caregiving. You can find us on our Facebook page, Hearts of Caregiving. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share. Until next time, take care.